Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 377. The 377th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a creator corner, and the creator that I brought back for this episode, well, he's none other than George McHale. The last time I had George on, we talked about Resilient coming out from Absolute Comics. You may remember that, and if you don't, or you missed it, then head back and Check that out. Um, it'll give you kind of a little bit of an, uh, you know, a previews to what this episode really is. Uh, we also talk slightly about Cover of Darkness. But at the time, Cover of Darkness was doing different things and being, yeah. Uh, but now, now, <laughs> things have changed for Cover of Darkness. It's coming out from Source Point, baby. Source Point Press. And, uh, yeah, no, George, George needs to tell you all about it. And he's going to. We're going to talk all about it, but first I got to tell you all about Nerds Forever, baby. The newest affiliate of the Cheers to Comics podcast, 307nerds4ever.com. 307nerds4ever.com for, well, I mean, just, it's, it's, it's an amazing place. 
It's an amazing place to get your comic books. Um, and I can't wait to check out the brick-and-mortar store in Newcastle, Newcastle, Wyoming. Uh, that, that, that day will soon come. I promise, Tarl, it's coming. I'm talking to Tarl, the shop owner. Uh, <laughs> I didn't just change all your guys' names. So, yes, yes, no, you, yes, no. Check out 307nerdsforever.com, baby. See, this is me all excited, all excited. If you're looking for them hot books and don't want to pay them eBay prices, then check first at 307nerdsforever.com. And while shopping for already incredibly priced books, you have the opportunity to save even more money by using code... Cheers at checkout. I don't know what the pauses are all about right now. It's like I'm being possessed by Shatner or something. Just a terrible version of Shatner. Uh, yes, no, 307nerdsforever.com. Use code cheers at checkout and just be prepared to be blown away. That's all I'm saying. As they update their inventory, it's it's hmm, it's that stuff that people want. It's paying that extra money on eBay. Mm-hmm. 307nerdsforever.com. Now, with zero further ado, I bring to you the return of the man that is George McHale. All right, welcome back, George. How are you, man? I'm awesome, dude. Thanks for having me on. Ah, good. It's good to have you back, dude. Uh, you, were, you were on last. We talked resilient, and uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about that here. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, you, you were on last promoting resilient through Absolute, and uh, now you're back, and you got some some source point goodness you're you're ready to grace us with so i'm I'm excited to talk about this man we did kind of touch a little bit about cover of darkness just a a, a tiny bit you know you gave us a a little bit of this is something i have coming but you're a man of your word because here it be so uh yeah man it's it's nice to have you back we don't have to do the origin story anymore you don't have to repeat yourself it's cool uh how you been i'm good dude i'm good i'm back uh, in the swing of things i did like nine shows in 11 weeks yeah okay to like kind of kick off the august september october it hit it pretty big there how how was that how was con season for you because i mean like the last time we talked it was like will there be a con season and now i mean it's it's here people are getting uh to play around a little bit so i mean i did talk about that a little bit now that you've had like a published book out there you know what was what was the experience like it was good yeah um MegaCon in Orlando was like my best show ever. Yeah, right so that on. was that was cool. Um, but some of them are a little bit thinner than normal. Like New York yeah. Comic Con, great show, still tons of people, but sure. not that like sea of humanity. You know, like right, uh, like usual. Like you could you could see some some spaces in the crowd. You know, mm-hmm. normally it's just like nonstop as people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're, we're easing back into it. I mean, it's there, there, there's a lot of stipulations and everything that are, you know, a lot of creators are, it, it's swaying a lot of creators as to whether or not they're joining and uh, attending. So that's, that in turn is going to, you know, re- relate to the, the volume of crowd attendance, you know, because if all of their big favorite people are, you know, bailing, then yeah, I mean, why would, you know, it's, they, they go to see those people and then, you know, every everything else that they get to experience in between is just a bonus, you know, like the the, the George McHale's that they're going to discover and all of these people, you know, but when, when like in Denver, for instance, we had like a pretty I mean, for Denver. Now, this is the, the bar for Denver. I mean, you can't even see it on the screen like Denver Con. It's it's super low. But this year we had it was like up to about here. And I was like, all right. I mean, there's some hope. But the, the, the things that kind of elevated it to that level, all of a sudden everybody just bailed. 
And I was like, gosh. And then it was like a last day type of announcement too. So in turn, yes, it's it's going to thin out the crowds. Because I mean, if you look on social media, I mean, you see all the, I mean, whether or not they showed up, I don't know. Because I don't, I, I can't differentiate, well, I mean, what they're dressed up as a Power Ranger, what their social media profile picture is, you know? But I mean, all these people saying, ah, eh, screw this, I'm not going anymore. And it hurts. It hurts. Um, so the, the the whole COVID thing is, is still affecting the uh, I don't know the visibility of cre- up and coming creators. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, just uh, having uh, just even that little taste, the e- easing into it, man. It's because I as, as as many people that did bail on Denver, uh, there was it was still so fucking awesome, man. It was it was so cool to see all of the creators and get to know new creators. And I mean, the experience is still there. So really, I went on this big, long rant to, to tell people don't fucking bail on the, the, the cons just because the Capulos aren't showing up. There's still lots of really good fucking people. And with less crowd, take advantage, man. You know, I didn't have to wait in line for a single signature. Not one, not one. Howard That's Mackey awesome. walked right up That's to him. I was like, dude, we signed my ghostwriter. Yeah, sure. Talked for 10 minutes. There's no one behind me. I mean, it's kind of sad, but at the same time, take fucking advantage of that. Like, how often do you get that? You know, how, how many times are you going to get the chance to just sit down and bullshit with George McHale about resilient? You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's not often because come next year, shit's going to be different, I, I would imagine. So, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. What, what was the, fan, the, the interaction with fans like for you? I'm sorry, uh, you, you glitched for me for a second. Oh, so yeah, it did kind of glitch out for a second. Uh, what, what, um, uh, what, what was what was your interaction with fans like for the first time? Like coming up to the table with your books, how 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 was explain that feeling? Uh, it's always fun interacting with fans um, and people who enjoy my work. Um, I've started like I've been doing shows for about three years now. So especially on the West Coast here, like Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, that area, I get like a lot of kind of people coming back and, yeah. and what's cool is like every year i've got some new stuff so nice. they're they're keen to like you know talk about what's going on and cover darkness especially that's oh, my yeah. series that i've had the longest uh out there so it's three years and i was doing like indie kind of self-printed stuff and now mm. it's coming up from a publisher um yes. so yeah that's fun uh new york was cool like the people in new york they like they know what they like and what they don't like and and like they're not going to waste your time if uh, <laughs> if you're trying to sell them monsters and they're like i'm i'm into manga or i'm into right whatever. my little pony like don't even talk to me like so it's all right, all right but it's cool like there's lots of people there it's just fun i got uh san diego comic con coming up and uh, emerald city in seattle nice so two nice. more shows this year yeah yeah um do you, do you have do you find a difference in um being able to engage compared to like a bigger con with a smaller con do you think it's or is it just city to city like can you can you engage better in at emerald city compared to new york because they're two very different types of people um for the most part you know the east coast the new york vibe and then the you know laid back whatever west coast i mean it, it, as a creator do you find it i mean or is it just volume of the crowd i mean what, what what's your experience there volume of the crowd helps a lot like yeah. especially with uh it's kind of someone kind of coming up like me um you know i need to kind of catch someone's attention and, and uh and get them while they're walking by and be like, hey, you know, can I tell you about my book? And, you know, kind of go into my pitches because they're, they're not necessarily like going to, to see me uh, all the time. Um, but with the smaller conventions, sometimes you get like 
these like just really passionate like small communities like there's a town in uh, i live in british columbia canada and okay. up north there's like a place called uh, prince george and there's a show called northern fan con up there it's like maybe like 20 25,000 people up there okay fills out the hockey arena and those people come to like buy and they're right into it and, you know it's mm -hmm. it's a good show and you can go to you know places 10 times as big and the show won't be half as good so, right. Yeah. So it, it, I guess it, it really just kind of depends on the city more than anything. Um, but uh, I mean, who, who doesn't love a little challenge in New York? You know, um, I, I, I dig it, man. It, it's 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 nice talking to you since, you know, the uh, your uh, your rise with absolute. What do you got? Two issues of resilient out now since we've uh, spoken. Resilient has been delayed quite a lot. Um, yeah. So, well, everything's uh, getting delayed right now, man. Like, apparently, there's not enough trees or some shit like that. I don't know what the hell's going on, but everything's delayed. There, there's, there's no judgment on in, in any way, shape, or form. Because I mean, if it fucking spawn can't come out on time, why, why are we? Yeah, no, it's no, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so issue one came out in September, um, and so that hit stores. And uh, and now I'm just waiting to find out what the plan is for issue two. I think we're planning to do a Kickstarter for that, okay. possibly in uh, in the next month or so. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. Um, yeah, no, everybody's uh, every everything is so up in the air right now with the way business is going. It's it, it, it's it's crazy because I mean nothing is just there, there's not just the way anymore you know ever since the whole diamond shakeup, everybody's jumping ship and trying to find new ways to distribute and now that crowdfunding is as profitable and is i mean i don't know you, you can't deny it i mean the the audience speaks for itself so it's i mean it, there's there's a lot of companies now doing crowdfunding stuff and it's it, it, it's it, it's it's crazy to watch that's for sure so i mean with the it's it's it sucks that some of the things that you know should be coming out monthly get delayed like resilient but i don't know man um how, wh where are you at on that as far as you know the, the the delay how do you feel about that uh well i'm a little disappointed i'm, I'm keen to get that book out uh issue two i think it's maybe one of the best things i've ever written yeah um and, and so it's it's we see our main hero lose her arms in the first issue and right. eventually she gets these like badass like cybernetic prosthetics but before that there's like a whole issue of her kind of losing her mind and and like adapting to her new situation and and it's some powerful kind of emotional stuff that i like really laid out there so i can't wait for people to read it um but i'm really excited about covered darkness because um source point press uh has like a good track record of getting uh their comics out every month uh, do, man. and they 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 went all in on like cover darkness they gave me like a two-page advertisement and in previous magazine yeah that's that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. not that's expensive that's not cheap to do it's not they, they they forked out some some money for you there that means they believe in the project and honestly i mean anything source point press puts out it's 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 worth checking out because they they, they believe in everything they put out they're not, that's that's they're one of those companies they they have such a high standard you know, they're, they're like scout. They're not going to just put out anything, you know, and at the same time, you know, source point, they're, they're one of those companies that also, they kind of shook things up a little bit, you know, they, they distribute directly now as well. And I mean, I, I don't know how that affects, you know, the creators. I don't know if because there's no middleman, there's a higher cut for creators. I don't understand any of that stuff, but I would imagine that can't be a bad thing when there's a company that has the, the capability to self-distribute. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you having uh, the source point logo on your on this uh, cover of darkness book, man, this is this is very, very exciting because the source point is they're undoubtedly one of the best publishers out there. I mean, there's there you, you cannot deny their, their content. Everything they do is so fucking amazing. Like what Frank Gogol's doing with Unborn right now. The dude is he, there's so many people there's uh, putting source point on the map all at the same time. There's so many great creators out there. I mean, Cult of Dracula and Rich Davis and and now we're going to have cover of darkness in that same conversation, man. Uh, I mean, so to so talk about the approach with uh, getting source point on cover of darkness. Uh, well, in 2019, I did 18 shows and uh, source point press will do like 70 shows a year. They'll have yeah. up to like four teams going on any given weekend. Yeah. So I just kept on running into those guys and, uh, you know, I just go and, you know, make some small chat and then sometimes we go for dinner or drinks after, after a convention and just kind of hanging out with them. And, uh, yeah, we were looking at possibly releasing last year, but with COVID, we kind of bumped it a year and, uh, yeah, now I'm really excited to be working with them. It just seems like they've leveled up too. Like they're, they're sponsoring like all the big shows like New York and Emerald city and C2E2. They're like the yes. official sponsor for all those. Yeah, man. Um, like shows. they had the source point books on the badges and stuff yeah. for, uh, for New York. That's, that's badass, man. I, I, that's, it's normally, you know, I mean, granted Marvel and DC wasn't there, but that's the type of stuff that they're, they're, they're trying to promote. But the fact that they're actually, you know, recognizing the, the, the smaller press publishers, that's, that's exciting as a reader and I mean, just somebody in my position as a, as a media guy and a lover of this whole industry. It's, it's awesome to see, man. Uh, and now, like I said, but who's to say that, you know, cover of darkness doesn't get a badge here soon, you know, with all of this, you know, I don't know. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. I mean, that'd be all right. Right. All right. So, um, well, so you really, I mean, it's there, you, they're at every damn con and you're at every damn con doing <laughs> as much uh, touring as you did this year. That's awesome to see you did as many shows as you did. Um, so eventually, yeah, you, you talked to somebody and there was a, yeah, a so I just, I, I just got to go? know them. Okay. Uh, they, you know, they like the book. Um, there's a, you know, when when you're trying to get published yeah there's like sometimes there's a feeling that you got to have like everybody like like your book and the, and the truth is it's really hard to get anyone to read it like mm. as a as an indie guy just kind of out there hustling they're busy they're busy selling their books and then at the end of the day after a convention you know it's exhausting you know and those guys especially like they work hard too like i like uh, me and and then we all like stand all the time and we're always talking to people as they would come up to our tables mm -hmm. so it's a lot of work and sometimes the last thing you want to do is 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 read when you get home from the show or you know you just want to see your family and relax and stuff like that right. so i actually there was a guy uh chris tadlock who uh works in the warehouse at uh at source point press and he just championed the book like over and over again, just like telling like everybody, like you got to check this thing out. And eventually, some of the higher ups checked it out, and they're like, "Yep, okay, this is this is a source point book." And and so they reached out to me, and and we got a deal done. Nice man. Uh, how 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 long would you say that process was before you? Know, I mean, this this warehouse person got got to the the, the higher ups and made that happen. Uh, it was about a year. It was about really? A year. Yeah. Damn. Wow, man. Uh, that's. <laughs> You know, that's the thing that can, like, if you look out at, like, the comic book landscape, how many people are putting out their comics for free on, like, 
webtoons or uh, tapas or how many people are kickstarting their books like just imagine it like all of those people are sending books to mm -hmm. all the publishers in submissions right so they're flooded and um it's it sucks to hear but they most of it sucks and it's it's uh, when you when you have 50 fucking no's sometimes you know it's you're not going to be as enthused to, to open up the next thing I, I i understand how that goes like just with the 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 requests i mean i'm not saying i'm getting flooded with fifty thousand requests but I, I i get a lot of requests to come on the show and there's a lot of no's and eventually sometimes like even that what would have been a for sure yes if i opened it up first it's just like fuck man okay we'll give it a shot like normally i would be excited about this but let's see what this is about and then yeah it's it's it that yes does come but yeah, I, I understand how how grueling it could be to, to get through because there are a lot of fucking people making comics right now, man. I mean, it's it's the future of media, you know, it's it's what it is. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm glad this one got through. You know, you never know it's, uh, what it just takes one person to 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 be that right voice, to be the champion, like you said. And that's that's all it could take to have this image art i'm sorry i look over to the right here i have your book pulled up here that's what i keep pointing at um <laughs> on a fucking new york comic-con badge you know i mean who knows it, it doesn't take a um a, a big name creator often sometimes it just takes somebody that look i'm trying to do this and they have a dude that knows a dude that's in the right position and that's a that's an incredible story a warehouse worker got it through that's so yeah. amazing um yeah. And well, another thing was like, we never gave up like me yes. and my co-writer, Chris and our artist, MJ Hiblin, we've, we're, we've made 10 issues of this book already. Um, oh, it's wow. going to be released into as three, six issue miniseries. So we have it all planned out. It's going to, it's, we've got like this big, almost like a trilogy of like, that I we want to tell. It. And, uh, and so like, we didn't need a publisher to make the book. Right. Mm -hmm. We want the publisher to help us get it out there into the world. And right. so, you know, we were just making it ourselves and going to shows and me and my co-writer would make an issue or two and then take a couple months off, try and do some cons, recoup some, some of the finances that we paid our artists and then get going on the next couple issues. And, you know, and we just kind of kept on doing that year after year. We've been making this book for like three years now. Oh, man. Uh, that's got to be so exciting. So this is in previews now, uh, due to come out when? Oh, January 19th. Jan Can I give you well, the pitch? Let's give the pitch. No, I'm getting people excited first. Right. <laughs> right. so, um, no, let's give the pitch. Because like I said, we did kind of touch on it a little bit for, for those that didn't listen to that first episode. Yeah, just talk sure. all about it, man. Um, it's like Game of Thrones meets Universal Monsters. Yes. It's about a family in medieval Romania. They get separated from each other. Oh, no, right? And they encounter all the classic monsters. We got vampires, werewolves, the mummy, creature from the Black Lagoon, and Frankenstein. Uh, and one thing that's fun about it is within our family, uh, there's twin shape-shifting boys that can turn into animals. So you get, like, gorillas fighting werewolves. It's nuts. Oh. And, and we've reimagined all these monsters, too. Like, in our version, uh, the werewolves are Vikings. And Frankenstein is from Atlantis, and he's uh, resurrected yeah. by his widow, Dr. Mary Frankenstein. So it's not the same old story you've seen before. It's All new right. takes and just like a fun kind of uh, horror meets fantasy world with like goblins and orcs and dragons, too. 
Oh, I love it, man. See, uh, there's, there's right now, there's nothing better in comics to me than a, a, a good horror story. Like there, there's nothing that's really making me go, what the fuck was that more than horror? Um, but my favorite thing will always be comedy. So when the two mesh together, I mean, that's, that's what I want. Like, this is the, the perfect thing for, I mean, a, a book designed for me, that's for damn sure. But I mean, having the universal monsters in there, that's something that's just, it's not done enough. It's, 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 it's like people just kind of gave up on it, but it's so fucking cool. Like there's a whole generation missing out on the universal monsters because, uh, the another generation just, got burnt out for some reason, and but it's it ah, uh, this is what needs to happen. This could be the revival right here that we need to to spark to mm, to gauge the interest of these uh, young people that are really gonna almost almost miss out on something as amazing as the Universal Monsters. But for you to give it this this extra take, like the fact I'm trying to picture Frankenstein in water, and I gotta well, read it. Water. It's before it sinks. Oh and, shit! Okay. Because I was thinking, who would have the technology to like reanimate a corpse? Well, maybe the Atlanteans would, right? Because oh, they were supposed to be like this advanced, yeah. And it it's cool. I don't want to spoil it, but it's there. There's some fun stuff in there. I uh, I dig the hell out of it, man. So um, I mean, Frankenstein and werewolf. I would imagine Dracula in there somewhere. Um, I I I. I I, I can't be more excited about something along this lines. Like this is, this is the, the, the type of thing that I want to read um, now. So let, let's, let's talk about, you know, influence a little bit. Um, I mean, there's horror, there's, there's a, a billion different subgenres of horror with this. Um, uh, so uh, w- with this particular book, like what are the influences in the horror genre, particularly for you that would influence this type of book? Uh, there's this, a movie called uh, Monster Squad uh, okay. came out in the 80s. That uh, scared the pants off of me when I was like six years old. I watched it Damn. and uh, it just lost my mind. And I just kind of, that was like my first introduction to those uh, classic universal monsters. And I just kind of loved them, you know, and even though I was like terrified of them. And uh, so I went and kind of went back and like watched all those movies and and just loved those classic tales uh i also uh love jaws i watched that when i was really young too and uh after seeing it i was like afraid of like all water for like a solid month and it didn't even like make any sense like i was afraid of the bathtub i was afraid of the toilet water <laughs> thought the shark was gonna come up um yeah and and i just like the idea of taking like the those those monsters that i love and, and when i think that type of time period, I usually think like medieval times, like Dracula and castles and those sorts of things. And then when I think of fantasy, I think of, you know, knights and dragons and that sort of stuff. So kind of combining those two uh, genres together just made sense to me. I love it, man. Um, so I now you say you have uh, 18 issues planned out for this and, and 10 of them done. Um, I, I, geez, man, I, 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 that's the type of stuff I like hearing, man. I, I really do. I, I'm, I, I'm sure Search Point appreciates the shit out of that as well. You know, having, you know, that, that much completed material to give to them so they don't have to wait around. There's no excuse for delays there. Not, 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 not when you guys have the, 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 the material already done. And that's the other thing. Source Point doesn't delay books. You know, they just... They don't. You, I mean, you, you, you touched on it earlier. So 
Oh man, is this something that I mean, uh, monthly then, since you have so much, or? Yeah, so it's being released as six or three six issue miniseries, rather. Okay. And uh, and we've got some anthologies planned. Uh, um, it's kind of news, like I haven't really put it out there yet. Um, we're doing we're doing three one shots with different artists, and we're telling short stories in, in each of them where we kind of spotlight some of the other monsters in the world uh we're working with like some huge artists um we've got uh andy belanger uh from swamp thing and southern cross uh gmb kamichuk who's a heavy metal artist uh john delaney from justice league adventures and simpsons and we've got regs morales um from identity crisis um mm-hmm all working with us doing like these short stories and those are going to come up in the future. These, these one shots. Um, all right. I think they're going to come out in between the, uh, the, the kind of the mini series. I'm so I'm love excited it, about that. I love it. And See, that's, that's kind of like how Canto does it. They'll put out a six issue arc and then I'll put out like a mini or a, like a, a one shot. And it seems to fare very well for as far as like keeping people engaged. And at the same time, also kind of expanding the universe. So, um, yeah, nah. I think as many number ones as you can have <laughs> is this going to help? You it know, does in, help in this in this market. So, yeah, so we're going to have three mini series and three one shots, and so we'll have quite a few number ones. So hopefully, there's always kind of like a jumping on point if people are discovering the series later, and then we'll have the graphic novels too. Um, and another thing I'm really excited about is um, that we we have Scott McDaniel uh, from yeah, I'm a big fan. Of his. He worked on like Nightwing and uh, and worked on Batman and you know Spider Man, all sorts of cool stuff. But his Nightwing run was just awesome. And he's doing uh, covers for us, and they're like uh, in store variants. It's like a cover B. It's not like a a variant ratio or anything like that. You can just ask them to bring it that one in, and they're all they're pretty collectible because they all feature um like a big angry monster head, and then one of our protagonists like full body in the in the foreground. Oh yeah. And, so you did six of those for us, and they, they look dynamite. I, I'm, I'm looking at one of them right now, for the one for issue number one right now. And yeah, no, I, that's that's going to be the type of stuff that, especially, I mean, universal collectors out there, because that's, that's one thing that you're hitting on the head there. there there's people out there that they're super into universal monsters, and they're, they're, they're going to collect everything. So, I, I mean, and there hasn't been enough stuff coming out, man. And oh, having these collectible covers, like I, I'm, I'm trying to picture what the rest of them would even look like, you know. But I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with this first one. Like we can drag you right there. So, mm, I, <laughs> you, you're, you know what you're doing, man. You said this is just a B cover. It's not a, a store exclusive. It's not an incentive or anything like that. So you, you could just order them. I mean, it, uh, there needs to be more of that. There, there does. It's, it, it sucks that. All, all of the, I mean, I can't say all of the cool art, but there, there, there should be more covers out there to be made just like readily available. You know, not everything needs to be a super cash grab. You got to buy 10 of the, the one cover to get the one that you you want slightly more, you know? So for you guys to do that, that's, I don't know if that was a, your decision or a source. How does that stuff work? Is that a source point thing or something that you guys make the decision on? Um, No, it was, it was kind of joint. I really wanted those covers to be available to like a lot of people. Awesome. We have a couple of store exclusives, um, not tons. If, it, if 
there's like a collector out there that wants to to get them all. Oh, there's um, nothing wrong with store exclusives. They're just, uh, 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 my, my my thing is is there'll be like just a one cover A, but then forty store exclusives, and there's just only the one cover A. So for you guys to even have an, a, a, a just a B cover available, and that's it's, it's awesome. I, I yeah. Oh man. Um. So I, I I cut you out there. You were saying something though. So, uh, or did I, did I, were, were you, were you done? Something about an, uh, uh, or, uh, oh, you, you do have store incentive or, um, store exclusives. You, you were saying, what, what's, what stores are those uh, through? Uh, Arkham or ARKM is okay. doing it. Um, oh, that's and, how I would say it. Yeah. And, uh, and they're doing original artwork for it. So I haven't even really? seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, they, they're commissioning their own artist and, and then going to submit that pretty soon. And so I haven't seen what that one's going to look like. All right. Um, yeah. And there's another one. I'm sorry. I, you know, SourcePoint is kind of handling that whole end No, of no, it. That, that's fine. Um, I mean, these, these, these are things that, you know, other creators probably want to know. Like, I, who handles what in these types of situations? So, yeah, yeah no, that's um, good information. We have one from Ali Garza, who worked on, like, Teen Titans and Supergirl. Okay. I commissioned him uh, a long time ago to, to do a cover for me. And uh, and so I, I I gave it to SourcePoint. I'm like, if you can find a store exclusive for this, go ahead. And they have found one, but I forget who the retailer is. All right, no, that's, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. I'm sure the, all of the speculator groups and all that stuff will make it. It'll it'll make its way to me. And yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll find it because it's it, it feels like it's it's something that people are going to have their eyes on. I mean, it is on a lot of different levels, not just the fact that it seems like an interesting read but i mean universal monsters it's just I, I i keep saying it but it needs to be said you know repetitive pounding eventually these young people will get how cool universal monsters are um i always find it fun when i'm at like a convention and i'll be like talking with the monsters and then like some dude will like pull up his sleeve and it's all the universal mm-hmm. monsters like that's happened probably 20 times at shows oh yeah like, there's a lot of people with monster sleeves out there oh yeah man i know you 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 uh you're targeting a pretty incredible market for sure. And I think, I really do think that something like this, it could, it could grow a market that has plenty of room for growth. Um, and it needs to grow because God damn it, there's just not enough. <laughs> but, that was kind of an interesting kind of balancing act because me and my co-writer, we wanted to do something new with these monsters, right? Not just tell the same story. It's got to be our own. It's got to be something unique. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to piss off the people that um, love these characters. So it's like, what tropes and part of the classic lore are we going to keep? And what parts can we kind of play around with, you know? And and so we tried to be respectful uh, of those monsters. So if you love vampires, if you love werewolves, um, I think you'll still be into it uh, for sure, even though we're, you know, we've made them Vikings and we've done different things with these characters, right? right? Where it, it's still... It's still there. Like the the classic lore is still there. It's still gonna be that cool monster vibe that you want, but just with some surprises that you're not maybe not expecting. Yeah. Uh, what was there one rule that you were just no way in hell uh, that I'm I'm even touching or trying to bend with these monsters? Was there w- just one rule that stands out to you? Uh, well, I just was really adamant that our vampires had to be like gruesome. They can't be like pretty boys sparkling and all this other BS. Thank you. Um, we went for like the Nosferatu style. Yes. Uh, that, see, I mean, that's, that's what I'm getting. Yes. No, that's, 
Mm. Yeah, you win. Um, no, that that that's 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 gonna make everybody happy because I mean, even even the teen girls, they don't, I don't think that that's they don't want to see sparkles in their in their fucking universal monsters, man. It needs to be Nosferatu. Like that's mm, nailed it, yeah. nailed it there. Now that's a rule that should not be broken. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we've got our our vampires. Uh, they can uh, like use a like a telepathy to control animals mm. um, which is kind of it's seen in some vampire lore but not all and okay. uh, so that's cool so they can uh, you know have like a pack of wolves attack you and bring them to you and stuff like that Shit. I dig it man oh I can't wait to see where you take the horror aspect of this I I, I mean because I, I I can get I have an, uh, an imagination with the, the the fantasy, you know, you being able to um, almost fell out of my chair there. Sorry, it's a new chair. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Um, yeah, with, with the whole, you know, your imagination with uh, where you're taking, you know, the werewolf Vikings and the Atlantean Frankenstein and all of that. But as far as the direction of horror, I'm 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 very very intrigued with. You know, I I don't I don't know what I'm gonna get out of this because there's a lot of different horror out there. And I mean, you, you say Monster Squad was a, a huge inspiration, so I might have to go back and revisit that before uh before this comes out to get some sort of a idea. Oh, that's a if you haven't seen it in a while, it's a weird movie, man, because it's like not really scary for adults, and the language in it is kind of like. 80s kind of like not really socially acceptable well kinda, you know you know like <laughs> just like everything like... from the 80s and 90s really i mean it's, <laughs> so you don't yeah. really want to show it to like young kids either <laughs> okay that's like, good to know because so that's something like, that i would easily be like hey mark i'm not watching this more movie well, no well, okay, i watched it with my nine-year-old but i did have to like have a little talk with her like we don't use those words you I'm, know after we gotcha. watched it gotcha yeah. no okay but, but I mean, I, I you have my interest on this, like a hundred percent. This is something that I cannot, uh, I can't wait for it to show up in my. Uh, well, actually, uh, I, I'm as a, a retailer now. SourcePoint does direct, um, like we kind of talked about. So I'm, I'm I'm in line here real soon to start ordering direct from them myself. So I won't have to wait for it to show up in a pull box. It'll just show up in my mailbox. But um, oh. I'm I'm. Mm, I'm so excited for this, man. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the fact that, you know, that come next convention season, there's going to be people with multiple different published books for you to, to, to scribble your name on. And I'm excited, man. That's one thing I'm really excited about is because like up until this point, like with cover darkness, everyone that um, comes back and talks to me, I've already met them before. You know what I mean? Like I've already sold them that book before. So now they're like, Hey, can I get issue two or whatever? But now I'll have like people coming up to me that I've never met before that have picked it up. Exactly. And, you know, and I think that'll be fun. I'm, re- I'm really excited about having uh source point press help me get this book out there. That's, that's my goal. You know, I think that's every storyteller's goal is to just have people enjoy their stories. And the, the more people that can, can uh, read it and enjoy it, the better for me. Right. Well, I'm. I really am excited for you, George. This 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 book. It sounds incredible. It, it really does. It's it's a hundred percent what uh what the world needs right now, and it's <laughs> it's it's fantastical monsters with uh, a twist that no one's ever done before. I don't think anyone's ever thought in a million years. Let's make uh, Frankenstein and then Lanian. I mean, that's that takes a hell of an imagination. And I'm not saying that by any means is a 
like a bad idea because here I am excited about it. You know, I mean, that's, that's, Oh, I, I, I'm, I can't wait. Ah, um, so January ish, um, yeah, January 19th, 19th. I have the date and everything. That's awesome. Um, uh, currently in previews now, uh, to to pre-order. Yeah. And one thing that's cool with source point is, um, they have like an extended amount of time that you can order it. Um, Mm -hmm. like, cause it came out in November's previews and I think normally like final order cutoff would be like, um, tomorrow or what Thursday. Um, but because they're like a trusted retailer, they have like into December, you can still order it like no problem through your, through, through your local comic book store. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, yeah, I wasn't aware that they, uh, they they did that because if, if through diamond um they, they weren't even on the focs for a long time so uh, it's uh, i i didn't know what their cutoff dates or anything like that was so to, to yeah no that's that's definitely good information for sure um man george for those that uh aren't following you for some reason uh did social media places for people to find uh, instagram is at comic book george um i have a I have some YouTube channels, uh, Inside Comics, where I talk about how to make uh-huh. comic books. And uh, and I have a, another YouTube channel. It's called Inside Movies. And okay, so this is started. new. Well, since yeah. we've talked at least. Uh, it's all like comic book writers and artists um, and novelists uh, talking about uh, old like action movies. And like we do like Rambo and Predator and, you know. Oh, just, right on. And we have just you- kind of nerd out of these things and and kind of debate the merits of them and stuff. i love it That's have you fun, had yeah. rylan grant on yet no i haven't oh dude but if you want an action movie like there's nobody that knows it better than him have rylan grant on your show you'll have the show of a lifetime i promise like there's he's a, he, he's a maniac with that stuff um so yeah um and nice. yeah <laughs> check him out no i'm gonna I, I got another channel to subscribe to now man that's that, that's awesome um george really i'm gonna it's i'm gonna keep repeating myself but that's only because i mean it. i'm very very excited about covering darkness we, we talked about it briefly when we last talked but my focus was on resilient um i i we need resilient to to start doing its thing again hopefully this crowdfunding thing is the uh the answer to get that back but i don't fear because it's you know the, the the proof is in the work man it'll it'll get back out there one way or the other because it well the thing it, about that resilient series is it's like pretty much done um, right. i've got issues two three and four done and then issue five wraps up the the, the first story arc and we're almost done that. So right. once uh, once they start coming out, they should come out regularly. It's it's nice. not it's not on my end. Uh, no, no, I, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> um, no, awesome man. Uh, I dig it. Well, resilient cover of darkness. You're a man with the uh, well, multiple books with uh, multiple publishers backing your your work. So it's ah the growth, the growth, and just seventy episodes time. Um, <laughs> George, I, I, I continue to wish the best for you, man. Uh, maybe, uh, one day we can meet up on uh, one of these convention circuits and you get to shake your hand personally. You get to scribble on my books. Cause, oh man, I'm a collector. So this is, mm, I'll, I'll be getting the A and the B let's put it that way. Um, you, you have me convinced, uh, these mm, <laughs> trigger word is collecting, you know, collectible. I'm in. 
Oh, you got me. I'm a gump. But uh, <laughs> this is this art is amazing, man. So everything about this, I, I you're you're you have grown since we've last talked. And I would imagine the next time we talk, you're just going to have something even more badass to pitch and be excited about. So just keep what you, doing what you're doing, brother. I, I'm very excited for you. Thanks so much, man. All right, man. Really well, appreciate uh, it. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, reach out anytime, man. And um, oh, I can't wait for this to show up in the mail. You, uh, you, you stay safe, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. We'll talk soon. Hello, I am Christy. And I'm Leighton. And together we are a new podcast on whiskey tasting called Married, Married Mash. Mash. Where we discuss life, family, and pretty much anything. Yep, and Layton brings a new whiskey for me to try. Will we clink it? Or will we sink it? Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And remember, always drink responsibly. Indeed. There you have it, folks. Another creator has been cornered. Episode 377 in the books. How about that, George McHale? Um, he's the only other person on this, uh, I think I've ever had on this podcast, that somehow comes off more excited than me about comics. I, I love it. That's why I have no problem inviting him back. And it's awesome to see his books elevate and go to uh, the, these these awesome indie publishers as well, like SourcePoint. So, yes, go through on your FOCs and all of that good stuff and on your order forms and your pre-orders and make sure you get, uh, you get Cover of Darkness on there. It really does look like a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, so there you have it. Now, uh, cheers to comics.com is what I'm trying to say. Brain fart. Got all excited about Cover of Darkness. <laughs> cheers to comics.com is your one-stop shop for all of my, uh, all of my entertainment material, if you will. So head on over there. And um, when you click on the store button now, it'll tape you, take you. It won't tape you. It'll take you to shop. Cheers to comics.com, and it is just another resource and outlet for you to get some amazing comic books. The inventory and stock is updated daily, and I give you the opportunity to save money because you know that's, that's I'm all about distributing comics into people's hands. People, that that's that's what it's about for me. Um, any way I can get com- people reading comics, I'm gonna do so, and uh, so the best way to ensure that is to give you some of the best prices I can possibly give you, you know? So that's uh, that's what we offer at shopcheerstocomics.com, and even more so, I give you the opportunity to save even more so by using code PODCAST at checkout and uh, save an additional 10%. I leave meat on the bone, people. For, you know, for you speculators out there, you know, $50 book on eBay, that yeah, could be $35, $40 on Cheers to Comics. ShopCheersToComics.com. Head on over. Check it out. And, uh, hey, you know, while you're uh, shopping this year, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to shop just through Amazon people. You know, shop mom and pops. I'm a mom and pop store. You know, I, 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 I got a mom. I'm a pop. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to leave you with that. Uh,. <laughs> All right, people, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command that you stay safe and reasonable. Cheers, fucker.
everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zucker. This is Mark Russell. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 